Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Latinx Women in Higher Education Roundtable for International Women's Day. I'm Al Charles Castillo, and today I'm joined by three Latinx women. Could you introduce yourselves? My name is Melissa Navarro, and I am currently 23 years young. Andrea Tonches, age 24. Melina Aguilar, and I'm 23 years old. We will be discussing some pressing topics, including what it feels like to attend higher education as a Latinx woman, who inspired these women to attend college, and what resources they believe should be offered to benefit young Latinx women. The virtual floor is open to everyone. Feel free to jump in whenever you're comfortable. To start us off, I'd like to ask what you studied in college. So in college, I majored in uh, art history, and I minored in the music industry. I declared my major as journalism 2015, and I stuck to it till 2020. I graduated from UCLA um, in June, and I hope to graduate from a doctoral school in um, being a nurse anesthetist. Who inspired you to go to college? My sister. My sister, Amy, inspired me to attend college. My mom, 100%. And I don't, you know, I don't want to not inspired, but it almost felt like obligatory. My whole life, it was just like, oh, well, when you graduate from college. Um, so that wasn't even like a, am I going to go? It's, okay, well, what do you want to do in college? And I think journalism was something that I had said when I was a little kid, so I didn't even think about it. So for me, it kind of felt like high school 2.0. How has life been post-graduation? I currently work at like a record independent record label and management team, and also at a music venue in Boyle Heights. Post-graduation, I think it's just a lot of learning a lot about myself. Since I don't have that structure or pressure of school, you know, every day, you know, I'm not thinking about the next test or the next chapter I got to read. I'm thinking about what am I going to do tomorrow? Am I going to be at Starbucks tomorrow? Or I'm going to, you know, apply for jobs. So stuff like that. It's really getting to know yourself. And I think that's the hardest and scariest part after college. So being a first-generation Latinx college student, what was it like applying and attending for college? It felt so lonely just because I I felt like I didn't have help, especially because I'm an only child too. Um, I didn't have like my older sibling or even my younger ones that are, you know, in school or stuff like that that get other types of, you know, help. I felt like I was just navigating through this like system on my own. And even if my parents wanted to help me, they they couldn't because they didn't know how. And I think that's the scariest part, not knowing who to trust in that process. I don't think parents really understand like the intricacies, the challenges, you know, being of a certain generation, um, going to college where it's like primarily white students or whatever. And like, I definitely felt like I went to college to like fulfill some sort of like goal for my parents, you know, like obviously they want to see your kid, like their kids going to college and graduating and succeeding. And I did that and I was like, cool, like now I get to do what I really want because I did this for my mom. So she won't be mad when I, you know, like try to fulfill a creative career. Uh, as a, you know, a first generation uh, Salvadoran American student, I think you know, you do feel like a minority on the campus and then you feel even more so of a minority. But it's just kind of one of those things that you just feel like you get smaller and smaller, but you have so much to bring to the table. And I think that's the thing about like college and universities that you have to make it as 
like you have to make the best out of that because you have to find the resources you have to go look and search for those things while attending classes has the pandemic created any challenges for you it's quite a lot i think for everybody because you feel as though you need to be extra productive you feel as though nothing's really going on so you have to do something you know and in terms of studying and school you know it proves to be a lot because you're expected to act like a normal human being um and like sit in front of a laptop computer your tablet your phone you know for these amount of hours but, you know, life is coming at you. Family members are all going through different things. Um, and then you have to, like, pretend that, like, all right, well, I got this. But, you know. What resources or information do you think would have made it easier to pursue higher education? I think all, like, mid- elementary and middle schools, high school should do kind of like the show and tells of different jobs. And that's what I mean by, like, showing different types of jobs not just like white collar careers how to be a doctor like show me what specialized plumbers do you know like I want to see what you know the guy holding the microphone in movies is doing and how he got there stuff like that people with real world experiences that have worked you know maybe they studied something in in college and have a completely different life made and I want to see them and their journey and I think if I would have seen that in elementary school, it would have opened my mind out to like so many more possibilities of just what existed in the job market for me. Any advice for Latinx women pursuing higher education? Yeah, I would, I would tell them that to pursue something that they actually like. <laughs> and if like, that's not possible because I, I've been there to just like, try to find a way to at least do something for yourself kind of like how I ended up doing just like the minor you know but like finding something to be like that you can hold on to so it's not completely like you know not for you like if you're in that position but um other than that just yeah like go for it and if you really want it or if you're like I know for a fact like I can make it if I don't necessarily have to pursue it then like go for that too but I think it's really important to just listen to yourself my advice to um, Latinx women in higher education um, and to anyone really is uh, to always try and remember why you're doing it I think and to not allow academia or people to dictate how and why they should be doing what they're doing, how and why they should be living their lives. And to remember that if you are a multifaceted person, then you should give into, you know, the passions that you have. Don't let your parents dictate what you should do with your life. You know, even by just trying to make them proud because you're going to make them proud no matter what. What's going to make them proud is seeing you succeed in something you love. And I think taking the, you know, stop trying to think what's going to make them happy. Think about what's going to make you happy. And eventually it's all going to, you know, fall into place. We want to give a big shout out to Andrea, Melina, and Melissa. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And we hope nothing but success in your future endeavors. We also want to thank everyone listening and hope you have a wonderful day.